Good evening, I'm Paul Durienzo with these headlines. 28 prematurely born babies evacuated from Gaza's biggest hospital were taken to Egypt for urgent treatment on Monday. The newborns have been in North Gaza's El Shifa hospital after their incubators were knocked out during Israel's military assault on Gaza City. And Israel's war on hospitals has shifted to the Jakarta-funded Indonesian hospital encircled by Israeli tanks. Twelve are reported to have died from gunfire. The Israeli tanks shelled the Indonesian hospitals with mortar shells. As a result, dozens were killed from among the patients and wounded. The Israeli tanks continued to lay siege around the hospital. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres says he's never seen anything like the violence unfolding against civilians in Gaza. We are witnessing a killing of civilians that is unparalleled and unprecedented in any conflict since I am Secretary General. The Gaza Health Ministry reports more than 5,600 children have been killed in Gaza, 13,000 people in total, although the Health Ministry says it can no longer update casualty totals as most communications have been cut. And in related news, a deal to release some of the more than 240 hostages seized by Hamas on October 7th appears to be moving forward. President Biden was asked about it after he pardoned two turkeys at the White House on Monday. The exact outline of the deal remains unclear. Qatar's prime minister says only minor obstacles remain to the swap. Israeli media says between 50 and 100 women and children held on both sides would be freed. There would also be a temporary ceasefire over several days. And in related news, in Israel, a war cabinet meeting turned chaotic as family members of hostages screamed at government ministers. Many of the hostage families were angered by a motion to institute the death penalty against Hamas fighters who were captured as prisoners of war, raising fear of possible retributions. And in world news, the United Nations released its annual emissions gap report today. Its main finding, the world is set to experience a 2.5 to 2.9 degree temperature rise by the end of the century, well above the 1.5 degrees limit necessary to avoid the worst effects of climate change. UN Chief Antonio Guterres. And those emissions are shattering temperature records. June, July, August, September, and October were all the hottest on records. The report was met by protests. Activists disrupted a GOP town hall in Des Moines, Iowa. You know, when you're... When, when, when you're... When, 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 Another report released by Oxfam America laid the blame for the climate disaster on the richest 1%, whose personal habits, as well as financial investments, they claim, are behind most of the greenhouse gas emissions. Ashfaq Kalfan is Oxfam's Director of Climate Justice. We found that the globe's richest 1%, they pollute as much as the 5 billion people put together, the 5 billion lowest income people. Both these groups emit the same. The 1%, their emissions are from things like private jets, yachts, lavish lifestyles. Kalfan says billionaires like Oracle founder Joseph Ellison lead unsustainable lifestyles. Larry Ellison, for example, he's one of the richest people in America. He has 35 homes, super yacht, private jets. 
produces 9,000 tons of CO2 a year. The average person in America is it's about 15 tons. It's a lot more. The investments, his investments, are 15 times more polluting than his personal lifestyle. The report says the top 1% in America generates in one year the same amount of carbon as the poorest 50% does in 25 years. And this week is Thanksgiving, America's most popular and most controversial holiday. President Joe Biden took time today pardoning two turkeys named Liberty and Bell. I hereby pardon Liberty and Bell. All right. Congratulations, birds. The tradition of pardoning turkeys began with President George H.W. Bush in 1989. Some say the holiday promotes racist stereotypes of Native Americans and a falsification of history. But Americans seem to have put that behind them. Nearly 5 million will be flying across the country and back again for the holiday, nearly 7% more than last year. Paul Drienzo, New York.